Hi listeners, with the third episode of CRM Lecture Recaps, I'm your instructor Farooq Khan. Today's recap is about Business Continuity Management or BCM. The importance of BCM has grown significantly in recent years. The ability of any business to recover from a disaster or a severe disruption is directly related to its continuity planning prior to the event. The concept of BCM has developed gradually over decades as organizations realized that they had to look beyond their internal operations. What started merely as emergency preparedness for protecting human lives and business properties expanded to data recovery and computer system backups to the current shape of BCM that includes supply and distribution chains review. So what is important for you as a CRM candidate is that you understand where BCM plan fits within the overall enterprise risk management program for any organization. My explanation is that while BCM and ERM have several overlapping areas of responsibilities, they're typically undertaken by different teams, often in different parts of the organization and using different process and different terminology. An ERM approach typically focuses on corporate objectives and aims to identify current potential risks that could affect them. ERM evaluates the likelihood and impact of each risk, ranks them in priority order, and ensures that organizations put in place the appropriate management treatment controls and mechanisms to effectively control the exposures. From the ERM perspective, BCM is usually understood as one of the treatment controls applicable when a severe risk materializes and causes a business disruption. A BCM approach typically focuses on identifying and prioritizing the critical processes and resources that support the delivery of key operations of an organization. BCM will assess the impacts of a disruption to such processes and resources and suggest treatment. Business continuity plans put controls in place to ensure that an organization is able to maintain critical activities and processes or at least can quickly recover from such disruptions. As an example, an ERM program of financial institution will consider risks in legal environment and SOX compliance, socio-political dynamics, marketing and competition landscapes, as well as key operational areas like consumer financing, mortgaging and collections. A business continuity plan will focus mainly on restoring or continuing the key operations of financing and collections and their key dependencies. I shared with you my BCP template that I created for a construction company many years ago, but I have been using it for continuity planning for many other industries including educational institutions, medical facilities and manufacturing processes. Feel free to copy the template and use it as a guide. We use this template to create a business continuity plan for University of Toronto, starting with identifying what were the most critical functions that university cannot tolerate disruption of, and then ran a business impact analysis using the hazard key brainstormed by all the participants. It was essentially an FMEA and criticality analysis exercise. Once we had risk priority numbers, we moved on to alternate risk treatment options for those critical functions. The second topic that we discussed was strategic risk redeployment or SRP. That is in fact part of business continuity planning that deals with severe disruptions caused by chaotic events. 
SRP is done in four stages, starting with emergency planning for situations where human lives, key business property and reputation is at risk following a chaotic event. Second stage in SRP is alternate marketing stage where an organization seeks other ways available after the chaotic event to reach its customers. In our University of Toronto BCP discussion, we talked about temporarily shifting to online instruction in case of severe disruption at physical university premises. Third stage in contingency production stage is where organizations try to minimize their downtime following a disruption. In our U of T case study, second and third stages were merged together as it will be for most service organizations. In manufacturing sector, however, the second stage relates to distribution channels while third stage is about production planning. Fourth stage was communication planning, which also covers the crisis communication topic. The sole objective of the communication stage is to preserve or enhance stakeholders' trust and confidence in the organization. Most organizations pre-plan for this and use all channels of media to create a positive, likable public opinion about themselves so the stakeholders and public in general is more empathetic in case of a chaotic disruption. That is where we talked about British Petroleum Gulf of Mexico spill of 2010 as a classic example of ineffective crisis communication that led to increased public uproar and regulatory fines of almost $19 billion. Lastly, we talked about significance of supply chain risks in business continuity planning, breaking them down into internal and external exposures. It is important to understand that it's not manufacturing or retailing operations that need to worry about supply chain risks. Supply chain risks exist in almost all kinds of businesses and reflect internal and external dependencies and their criticality to corporate objectives. Talking about internal supply chain risks, we discussed example of iPhone production in China and how heavy is iPhone's dependency on this one production location that may be prone to natural disasters or political disturbances. As for production bottlenecks, these are the exposures that a company faces due to its high dependency on a specific machinery or a process. In supply chain risk planning, more importance goes to external vulnerabilities like dependency on a sole third-party supplier. Apple computer has been hit by this multiple times. At, at least what I can recall in 2010, its iPad production took hit due to delays at a Taiwanese third-party that was the biggest assembler of iPads. Again in 2015, Apple watch production targets were hit by issues found in its Taptic engine produced by a third-party. There are other examples in your text for these internal and external supply chain vulnerabilities that I strongly recommend reviewing. Most companies, especially big brand names that depend on third-party suppliers for their products and services, now have supplier responsibility rules or guidelines where they require any party interested in working with them to comply to a certain minimum standard on business continuity management. This requirement ensures them that their suppliers are resilient to most disruptions. With global trade increasing and cross-border dependencies on all-time high, many businesses are now moving towards standardizing the business continuity planning and adopting the guidelines from the international standards organizations or other quality management bodies. Two key relevant standards that I have personally worked on are ISO 22301 and British Standard 25999. 
these standards are not part of your CRM program but if you are interested in knowing more about them implementing or auditing the implementation you can always reach me for guidance that's all for the third assignment as always I highly recommend going through the key point notes and the textbook illustrations for thorough and better understanding of the learning objectives thank you for listening